1: Well, my friends. Sam from What Culture here, and I hope you woke up this morning or you tuned into YouTube, going, "I hope we see one of the weirdest ups and downs videos ever," because that's what I'm bringing to you today. Because here's the deal: What Culture's out here in Los Angeles for WrestleMania, and so far, the rest of What Culture guys basically got trapped at an airport due to the crazy weather, and due to the crazy weather here in LA. Uh, my phone—I was out there in the streets trying to have a walk and got lost. I don't know LA. Tried to Google Mac home, and it got so much water in it that. Um, it doesn't work anymore <laughs> that's how i was going to record ups and downs this week because of course uh, phones are, are really good so here's the deal it's gonna be a very lackluster very tone backed version we'll go through it it will be quick and then from tomorrow we'll ramp up the goodness again but let's up those downs especially because this week's episode of aew did indeed start with matt hardy versus jungle boy i'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty like i usually do and so i'm going to give you opinions on the matter because here's what i liked about this all the stuff we're doing with hook and ethan page and stokely hathaway is great stokes wasn't here because he got beaten up last week and we're very much teasing that we're going to do the ethan page versus hook ftw championship battle because hook um, basically came out to stop ethan page during this we kept going distraction distraction interference i must win but jungle boy jack perry defeated matt hardy now maybe that's happened before and maybe it hasn't but as far as i'm concerned matt hardy still ranks up there as a, a legend you know, professional wrestling. So the fact he beat him, and he also beat him basically by slamming him in the back of the head, which was a good way to beat somebody, I really like this even more so because of what we did afterwards. MJF comes out, runs down Jungle Boy, calls him mid, says he's crap. Ever since he's been in AEW, he's tried to get to the top. He hasn't been able to. I also revealed, dun, 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 that he's in a real life relationship with Anna J, which I believe to be true. I think MJF, and again, I've been watching this on about eight different devices I tried to make this work. But I'm pretty sure Maxwell said to him, and I talked to Anna J and she was all like, yeah, he's weak between the knees, which must mean his penis isn't very good. Now, I'm girlfriend. I'm sure you have a partner of your own. Imagine somebody went up to them and said, oh, how's your how's your partner's groin region? They went weak. Should break up with that person. I just just want to throw it out there. But again, I may have misunderstood. I literally had to watch the segment on three different devices as I did run around. But of course, this just planted a seed that we actually may be doing the full way, because Sammy Guevara and Darby Animal were watching on. But what I thought he did a really good job on, and I bet we do this over the next week, It'll so be Darby's turn next week and Sam's after that, is it made you go, maybe Mr. Perry should be the guy to defeat MGF. Because he did just beat MGF, yeah, MGF. he did just beat Matt Hardy, and he's on a roll right now. So I really, really like this. I love when we focus on the young guys, the pillars. I just think it makes AEW feel fun and exciting and fresh and different, to the point you do this with your hands, as if you're building some kind of a ladder. So it is absolutely going to get it up. Let's keep doing it it ends with a four-way so some people are saying oh we should do four individual matches man i'm gonna be dead one day give me chaos give me carnage right now oh and shout out to m jeff as well who said the jungle boy pulled the kanye when he interrupted his bar mitzvah this was my face i was like i can't believe it also then had this great segment with kenny omega and don Callis, where don Callis was like like i just slipped last week with hangman which he did not do he took a prat fall. But he was like, I'll go and apologize to the cowboy. Kenny, you got to take on Jeff Cobb later. Focus on that. But once again, this is just good pro wrestling story time. You can smell the scenes. You can smell the tension. And given what happens towards the end of the show, surely something big is coming. If we tie that into the next segment too, which was Matt Menard and Angelo Parker taking a claim down on the town. They we went to a hockey game. They went to dinner. They went to a carousel. All on the Jericho Appreciation Society buck. I mean, you all know the deal if you watched my show before. It's never usually like this. With me swatting on a sofa like I'm um, Hugh Hefner or something. I just think this is wonderful. I really do. I hope we prolong this. I hope we keep this going. Of course, it will end in a match, but I can have these segments and these skits for the rest of my life. Goofy Wrestling for Life. You genuinely put a smile on my face, which I needed right now. Don't forget, it's a point of fresh wrestling, meant to give you a little uh, tap on the back when you do experience this stuff. I don't know where it's going to go, because Max Castro and Anthony Burns, as far as I'm concerned, are having a, having a hell of a time when you take uh, those last two segments, setting up for the show this evening and setting up for stuff we could probably do in the future, which is when we had death. Because it was the Blackboard Combat Club who, again, we're going to have a massive twist later on the show, taking on Dolan Castle and the boys. Now, I love Dolan Castle and the boys. When they were walking to the ring, that's how these guys are absolutely screwed. Clario Castagnoli, John Moxley and Willie Ewer are definitely bad guys now. And, you know, Dolan and and his friends are just ripe for the picking. They got whipped before the bell. And then claudio i think it was brendan boy it may not have been gave him the the big old power bomb or a cola bomb for the one two three and i once again look do i think we should do something with Dolan Castle and the boys down the line yes because they made me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum tum but right now we are establishing the bcc as an act that you do not mess with and again keep that in your head like a telltale game so this is gonna get an. i totally understand the argument oh couldn't we've got somebody else but sometimes the thing is they do have some credibility don castle uh, and, and the boys keep saying the same thing over and over again. As I don't castle lost, and he is the main part of that act. I just like them as a trio. I think they're hilarious. I think the bangerang is the, the greatest thing for a finishing move But I'm giving it up because again, not in my wildest dreams did I have what was going to happen in around about an hour, and it flipping rocked. Then got a hype video for Jeff Cobb versus Kenny Omega, which was happening later on. So you got your story. When we had an interview with Hangman Adam Page, and he was basically like, "Yeah, it was the Black Bull Combat Club that attacked the Young bugs. I don't like them." which is when Don Callis arrived, and he was like, oh, it's a little bit of a handshake, so I can say sorry for what I did seven days ago. The cowboy was having none of that. When not only did the Black Ball Combat Club attack, they also beat up Don Callis. Materially. seriously, now, this is the good thing about being late with ups and downs. I've been able to get some information. He got twunked for real. And I was like, there's no way this wasn't legit. It was absolutely horrific. I'm pretty sure that Don Callis had to go to hospital. I could be wrong. But honestly, all the best wishes to him. He's such a good character. He's so good at what he does. But I was genuinely concerned, like his mum or his dad was like running around going, oh, oh my gosh. Now, as long as he is okay. is this going to help the Blackboard Combat Club and what they're trying to succeed in? Yes, never do this again. I was genuinely freaking out, which, of course, then moved straight into Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb. And this was smart, too, because Kenny was a little bit worried about Don Callis because they're still friends. So I suppose that was to plant the seed of doubt. Maybe, maybe Jeff Cobb is going to win. But Jeff Cobb always wins. This was completely different from the Vigingo match last week, which again is a testament to Kenny. But Jeff Cobb is just an absolute monster. The stuff he was doing, every single move, I was like, oh, Kenny ain't getting up. Omega ain't getting up. Omega's not going to be able to do it. And the fact that it was just a 180, a complete departure from what we had a week ago. I absolutely loved it. At some, well, one point, Jeff Cobb decided, oh, I'm going to do Kenny Omega moves, which looks even worse coming from because <laughs> he's so large. Be so good at throwing people around and i know his main time is spent in new japan at the moment but man if i was wwe or AEW, i'd be all over him when he becomes a free agent i think he could be awesome and i'm pretty sure at the end he was going for a one-winged angel and the tour of the island he wasn't able to get it kenny omega hits the v trigger hit the one-winged angel see i was going ah this is why he completely distracted me from all of my stupidness at the moment and kenny omega gets another win now we are going to give that its own separate up because i think the match deserves it afterwards Blackball combat clubber here. Obviously Kenny is totally screwed. No Don Callis, no Young Bucks, no Hangman and Page. They've been taken out. When all of a sudden Brian Danielson returns to AEW. And we tease that he's gonna help Kenny Omega because they have a mutual respect from the match in New York a couple of years ago. He doesn't. Basically, I think it was Claudio caused somewhat of a distraction. Brian Danielson hits the running knee, puts in the label lock and is shouting at Kenny Omega, You're all this wrong with wrestling. So he's the internet now. But given When we last saw him, he was this mess of a man after losing to MGF. And now he's come back and aligned himself with his friends as a heel. I'm so excited. Because clearly it means we're going to do Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson round two. I'm pretty sure it's only round two. I could be completely wrong. Let me know. But all of this is great. If nothing else, the Elite versus VCC is absolutely great. Because they're going to do some matches that I'm not going to be able to handle. Because they're going to be absolutely crazy. So I'm giving it a round of applause. This was a terrific angle. I never saw it coming, which is always good, but also makes sense. And now, you know, I think the Blackball Combat Club are always destined to go bad, guys. But you wanted them as a four. It's going to help Claudio. He's already got that shit-eating grin. We know about multi-team, most intense man ever. And Brian Danielson is a heel is one for And Wheelie Uta, right? Wheelie Uta is on an absolute roll right now, if you've been watching Ring of Honor especially. So this is getting an up two. I'm so pumped. I'm so excited. They're going to be pointing at the screen. That's what I'm do. i do. And mean, we around everyone today just pointed at them say you need to go watch this.
0: Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
1: have got a video reminding us that I believe next week is going to be FTR versus the Guns. And if FTR lose, they are never coming back to AEW. And we really have tied in social media and real life with this, so it's quite interesting. Kind of intrigued to see what we're going to do. I know the FTR are going to lose, but am I one hundred percent sure? Absolutely not. When we had Orange Cassidy versus the Butcher for the international title, I was just going to give you the headlines. Orange Cassidy is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Don't even care. He is totally gets it. The way he merges all the styles together, wonderful. The Butcher is one of the most underrated talents that there is. He had a great match here. So legitimate, it's ridiculous. And it's the same for The Blade. And we should have made them tag team champions at one point. There were some shenanigans at the end because the best friends came out and people had weapons. People were just smacking each other. The ref was like, oh, I can't handle it. But ultimately, Orange Cassidy hit the orange punch. He hit the beach break. He got the one, two, three. I'm loving this title reign. I'm loving all the random challenges that he is taking on. And again, Butcher and the Blade, you are a fantastic pairing. And when I'm in your vicinity, I'm absolutely going to hunt down your shop. I got to buy some meat. That's right. And then I can use that meat to go and do some man meat slapping, which is all we want for professional wrestling. I have not done this much justice. Obviously, we're building to something bigger here because the best friends did get involved. Getting up. Which is when we found out we're going to get some stuff on Rampage. Ty Valkyrie is going to continue everything with Jay Cargill and Leila Grey and Mark Sterling. And Jade was super mad here because Mark Sterling is now destroyed, as is Lady Grey, which is what Ty did on the last one. And we found out it's going to be Action Andre versus Juice Robinson to build the Ricky Stars thing. Now, again, on paper, phenomenal match. This story is confusing me just a little bit. Now, somebody spoiled Rampage for me. Again, this is why you can't go out into the real world. So my eyebrow goes up just a little bit. However, we have to see it. We cannot just come to conclusions with stuff that random people have told us. Let's move on and we'll get back to it. Which brought us to Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale. And this was an interesting match. Because I was all geek nerd here going, Willow Nightingale has to win. But I actually think we kind of did more nuance here. And we kind of had more fun with it. Because Willow was an absolute monster during this. Honestly, she was kicking out of futures. And you know, even though Tony Storm and Serrette obviously were like, oh, I'm going to cast distractions all the time. We've got loads of MP. She was kind of getting, rid- getting rid of them too. And ultimately, if it wasn't for these meddling kids, she probably would have won. But the cool thing was, is that she was so upset she had to take on Ruby Soho. Who, of course... She used to be friends when they teamed on Rampage. Now, I think we probably could have hammered that home a little bit more in the past, but it's okay. I like this feud. I really, really do. I just think it's a lot of fun. I think we're involving everyone, and I'm hoping that it does build to, to, a, to a big match. Eventually, you know, Ruby Soho did win again. I think it was the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. It was, and that's why I said maybe. to so put a counter up. I do not know when the counters on at the moment. Again, I'm so frazzled. And this is when Sky Blue and Rio came out to, to make the save. They failed <laughs> miserably. So Jamie hates to return, and that was cool. She beat everybody up. She's a champ, right? Throws them out of the ring. And she kind of had this mutual respect face-off with Rio, because for some reason they're fighting the championship next week. That's strange, because they kind of feel like they're on the non-Outcast side. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. But I, I do like the way this is all tying together. We do need somebody else on the heel side, because I think we should do a 4-on-4, four four, or 5 or 5 blood-and-guts match. Sorry to everyone, all women shouldn't do the hardcore matches. If men are allowed to do it, women are allowed to do it. Just don't watch it if it's not your cup of tea. But uh, no, I thought this was good. I like all of this. I think Ruby Soho has a heel. It's great. If she changed the music, if the little things don't give anybody anything to react to. So I'm going to give it up. And again, I think there's something here. I think we're not seeing something with the all-seeing eye. I'm, I'm completely speculating. But imagine they could work Sasha Banks into this. It'd be flubbing excellent. I like it. Powerhouse Hobbs then told us that the TND title is never leaving his waist. I like, oh, so you're going to wear it round your stomach for the rest of your life, you tum-tum? Powerhouse Hobbs, do it. <laughs> Come on, go. Oh, yeah, man. Um tum you can't do anything with me It'd be the absolute strangest thing ever when of course adam cole made his big return to dynamite taking on daniel garcia this is why i'm so sad i have to do ups and downs like this today adam cole has been off for nine months you would never know it we tied the story in about his head and how daniel garcia was going after his head giving him pile driver after pile driver garcia is going to be such a star down the line or he already is but you know he's building and getting better adam cole should be the company's top baby face and probably defeat mjf for that championship down the line because he's just a wonderful human being and that resonates through the screen he hit the panama sunrise he hit the boom after once again he'd been uh driven with the piles over and over again like his head. somebody help his head uh at the afterwards too man there was confetti and Britt baker came down to kiss him because of course they're a real life couple and that ties into the all access show jericho was there he teased a fuse with adam cole he kind of looked at each other bills kind of looked funny at danny garcia so maybe they are going to kick him out of the Jericho Appreciation Society, which I actually would do. I know that was a story for ages ago, but I just think now is the time. And I think the fans the fans are, are craving that, especially after the sports entertainment line last week. But yeah, I would love to sit down and actually gone through this. It was so well worked. The story they told, loved it, loved all of it. Adam Cole just has that thing. We want to give him a hug and a kiss. So Britt Baker, she's a lucky lady. What a terrible, stupid thing to say. But of course, it is, uh, it's going to get an up. Really, really fun Dynamite once again. I like to be as transparent as possible. I watched this in a locker room. Uh, when I was doing my own wrestling show, I found a corner and I had a couple of hours. So maybe I didn't watch it in you know the best way possible, but I like to bring the show. I'm sorry for all the tech problems. We'll make it up for you with some great Wrestlemania content for the next few days. But in the meantime, like the video, share the video and subscribe. Watch more videos, do whatever you want. Just have fun, man. Let's just enjoy Wrestlemania. What a crazy start it has been. But onwards we continue. See you soon.